Welcome back to the resupply with me, guy next door. Me, DK, and me, Than. Bringing you your weekly double tap of all things Space Marines and Laser Force. What up, boys? We're, we're back. The whole crew is back together. The whole crew. Well, <laughs> most of the crew, anyway. Yeah. DK still has a touch of the, the Kiwi AIDS, uh, so yeah. I'm going to go ahead and blame you for that one, Steve. Yeah, I mean, you know, the way today has gone so far, <laughs> I wouldn't blame you. Just just heap some shit on. It's been, a, it's been <laughs> an average day, but that's okay. Because now we get to talk those about force. Those days unfortunately happen, and mm. they happen with startling fr- frequency at the moment. So oh, yeah. after, after this podcast is wrapped, I'm gonna go and eat some candy that I found at the bottom of my backpack, which has a little bit of grit on it. But that's okay. It's one of those days. Grit candy day. Provides much essential roughage. You know. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Extra- well, I do enjoy the general optimism of the Kiwi demeanor that a like shitty day is described as quote average, implying that <laughs> above average is usually how the days go in New Zealand. Yeah, it's pretty sweet as over here. Uh, I <laughs> mean, that's, like that, that is that is fairly accurate. Yeah, you know, most days in in New Zealand are pretty goddamn fantastic. Yeah, like those in those days, the candy is grit free. You know, the sun shines. It's, it's, it's all great. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good. Um, but yeah, so you missed the last couple. The last couple we did, DK, where we got to um, wrangle Thunder at the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah. last minute. Yeah. So sorry. Apparently, trying to coordinate between four different time zones on uh, several different continents isn't always the most convenient for getting the whole crew together. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> and it's super. It's super weird. You know. It's. I mean, come on. We managed to wrangle Wombat into this with you um you know so what what was your fucking problem <laughs> well, it was my mom's birthday so leave me alone oh that's a decent that's a decent one. Oh, now i have guilt <laughs> yeah. not really fuck the haters <laughs> look speaking of haters uh we'll, we'll get into it in a second but um uh, <laughs> oh boy <laughs> why don't um why don't one of you guys give us a a, a quick reminder of um you know, dates for nationals and whatnot, because, you know, I, I never know what they are. <laughs> well, why would you know? I mean, yeah. you're only organizing the damn thing. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, well so here the it's thing. It's only at your site. <laughs> I, I take credit for organizing it. Demi Hawk from our site is more or less organizing it. So, <laughs> oh, so basically, you, you're you're just the face and the voice of the that's right. organizational yeah. he's, aspects of he's it. Absolutely, the brains in conjunction with you know you and Beans and everyone else that I hit up for for advice. Um, I can I can roll with that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, what are the what are the dates? <laughs> Well, according to uh, the rough estimates that I have on my Google Flight Tracker and everything else, it would appear that it's going to be July 20th through 24th of 2020. That's a lot of 20s. <laughs> um, I can't wait, man. We've we've started we've started uh, rolling with some training. Um, oh, and hang on, hang on. Let's just be clear because we just said the dates. The tournament is in Auckland, New Zealand. <laughs> oh, For those of you right. that just caught the dates and are like, hey. That sounds like that would be fantastic to go to, and I have not heard of this yet. <laughs> it's in Auckland, New Zealand, yeah, July come, 20th to 24th, 2020. Come down and, and hang out with a bunch of weird Kiwis. I'm sure you won't regret it, probably. Um, You're totally going to regret it, but in the best ways, in the best a, ways possible. If you don't come, you'll definitely get FOMO. Uh, 
it's, it's gonna happen i mean it, it happens anyway but you know um but yeah so speaking speaking of the haters um somebody this week put up a um a post on the uh on the facebook laser force tournaments page or forum group i'm not sure which one but one of the two doesn't uh, matter yeah uh and they they uh bought up a um ooh. A new, a new game that is coming with the next software release for <laughs> Laser Force, and, and now now this is only one of like seven or eight new games that are going to be in the new software. Which okay, that's cool, but um, it has messed with, as Maniac describes it, our perfect angel of SM5, <laughs> and um, I don't. I don't quite know what to what to do with with this that our perfect angel of SM5 has been um, sullied in this well, way. They haven't been sullied. Clear. They have not changed SM5 in any way, shape, or form. This is a new game format that uses SM5 as the template and also adds an additional kind of wrinkle. So it's not as though SM5 has been undone in the new software <laughs> update or anything like that. So let's not panic here. Too late. Get all our panties up in a wad. I've already got my grab bag. I'm more, I'm halfway out the door to go into hiding because you know don't mess with my space rings, you jerks. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but if we didn't have some, if we didn't have some, you know, at, at least some feigned outrage about the whole thing, this pod would not be anywhere near as interesting. So <laughs> we're going be... to at least. You with the with the at least feigned outrage while we you know discuss the 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 blending the unholy union of <laughs> Space Marines Five and Zone, <laughs> <laughs> which you know you know you know shout out to all of our you know former Zone players that are now playing on laser force gears but especially you guys in perth we love you yeah you, you guys are not doing great for our outreach efforts and expanding the uh, audience of the resupply here i know we're we, we're we're definitely um setting us back a few um years decades i don't understand yeah. it so i don't like it exactly what, what is this what is this hippie happy bullshit of <laughs> motherfucking base bullshit in my SM5. <laughs> what the what the fuck is this bullshit? So what? So, build the wall. <laughs> so actually, though, <laughs> um, coming off the well, we're having a look at the um, uh, the description that was on there. Um, it does look like it looks exactly like that, right? A Frankenstein version of of um SM5 and Zone or Warfield, yeah, yeah Z game. Yes. So so the description that I have in hand here is that everything else works like SM5. It's just the base getting feature that is more like zone. Mm. So each time you shoot a base, you lose 500 points. But after the third shot, you get 3,501 points. So you get a net gain of 2,001. So it actually doubles the amount of points that you get from a base. But there's a risk-reward there because if your base runner is interrupted, you're losing either 500 or 1,000 points. And if somebody... Um, deactivates you while you're in the midst of getting a base, uh, they are going to get an additional 250 points on top of the 100 that you get for, for tagging them. Because my favorite part of dead aim is when somebody shoots me halfway through getting a base. That's 
the thing that it's I love. <laughs> that aim and, and the, the Zen emulator. There are, yeah, there are few feelings better than just watching the sheer sadness and anger <laughs> on one of your good friends' faces when they just are laying into a base and you're like, nope, you're not getting it. I'm like, yeah, I just lost a bunch of shots or points or something, depending on what kind of game we're playing. Yeah, that, Dead Aim, that there is definitely something very, very satisfying for somebody that you know has to put you know max shots into a base and you hit them after shot four or five, and they oh, I'll turn. wait until shot five. If if I have the opportunity, I will yeah. make sure that they get the maximum screw over possible. <laughs> yeah, and then and then they just and, and they, they look and if they see you, just that just that complete oh, look fuck, of. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Like, are you fucking kidding me? Did you really just do that? You fucking did that. You fucking whore. I've seen many, many people quit out of, just like leave the arena after the, the salt level was too high from getting shot whilst trying to get a base in Dead Aim. Um, so, yeah, it'd be. Uh, it's not something that I'm excited about implementing into a Space Marines game, to be fair. <laughs> um, yeah, what, what are your guys' initial thoughts on it? So, well, not too much of a mystery what your guys' initial thoughts are. Uh, Maybe I have a nuanced take, but go ahead, Dan. Yeah, so, so I mean, all all feigned outrage aside, um, yeah, I mean, SM5 Classic is not going away. No, no, SM5 no, no. SM5 Classic no. is it, not... Just SM5, no Classic. <laughs> just SM5. We have to... Okay, <laughs> fine. Yeah, they're saying a Bitcoin fork, all right? God damn it. <laughs> So SM5 isn't going away, you know. It's it's not going away as as the tournament format. It's still going to be our perfect angel that we do do all the things with tournament wise. It's fine. Um, do I think that there are some ver- some interesting tactical things with SM5Z? Sure. Um, I also think that that game, more than normal SM5, let's call it that, um, is is going to be a lot more arena dependent for how well or terribly it plays. Yeah, that's um, absolutely true. You know, like like a a maze like like Detroit. Let's just throw throw Detroit out there with with where the resupply spots are in relation to the bases. Mm. Um, you know, you've, you've, you know, 90% of the time got somebody just, just, you know, chilling very near the, near the bases there. And to get, and to get targets, it's like, it's one hit, wait two seconds, two hit, wait two seconds, third hit. So it's six seconds to get a base. So you're gonna tell. So you've got to be essentially unseen, for or have have your team hitting them so hard that they're not paying attention to you for six seconds, while you get your base, and then it's 30 seconds before anybody else can get it again, and they're still and and defensively their position's still right there over the base. So I think Detroit. And just as a specific example, would be a really frustrating, potentially frustrating game to play it's, that it's with. It's funny because I was actually going to bring up Detroit as an example of a field where I think this would 
actually be kind of a great variation on it because of that specific element of how much it, it does kind of become about base Nile and things like that. Because Detroit has kind of flirted with that kind of idea before and has yeah. put a lot of emphasis on things like defending the base. And that last 60 seconds, if people don't have their bases, that can be a really crazy part of the game in Detroit. It didn't happen quite as much at Nationals as I was anticipating slash fearing because I think people kind of wised up to that at the at the end. But I actually think that could be a much more interesting variation in a field like Detroit's as being kind of the perfect setup for that type of game I didn't, I didn't say that it wouldn't be interesting. I said that it could be potentially super, super frustrating. Those are two yeah, know, different things. And in a Venn diagram, there's some overlap. True, because uh, I, I, w- I would take a field like, well, you know, back in the days when Sack still had a field, mm. but assuming we ever get to play that field again or something like that, this kind of variation, if we kept the bases in their old configuration, I would think would actually have almost no bearing on the game because of how easy it was to get the bases. Right. Because um, well, they're all in, in pretty well-covered positions. None of them are attackable from upstairs, and they're they're pretty isolated as far as the the field goes. the The joke that I made on the forum was, well, at least in that kind of situation, it would have given Fredo a legitimate reason to stay downstairs and bum hunt the entire game, <laughs> than ever come upstairs because at least he could pick off people going for their base runs. Right. Well, so but so but the but the flip side there is that with the the thirty second cooldown after after ba- base destruction. You know, it's at six-person teams at 30 seconds per base. Okay, so you're, you're you know, three minutes just in base cooldowns um, after, they're, after they're destroyed on top of the six seconds per base cooldowns just, just, just on the hits. So, I mean, you're at three and a half minutes of, of the game where that's, you know, that's all, all in quotes that you're doing is true you do, you do have to get the timing down a little bit more and yeah that is true so so i mean let's say it's a it's it's interesting it's potentially frustrating depending upon the field but um the on the on the much bigger picture with the amount of zone sites that laser force is snapping up and they've been doing a ridiculous job over the last few few years of um, going into sites and you know replacing zone with laser force um, from a from a you know, system sales perspective, and a I'm sure this has been something that has been has been requested. Um, maybe not necessarily this specifically, but I'm sure things like this have been have been um, requested by you know new new customers or people that want to be customers, but you know don't necessarily want to give up the some of the game types that that they're used to. Or, yeah, at least at least on on that end, I would definitely applaud Chris and the development team at Laser Force for kind of working on a way to bridge essentially their flagship product with mm. something else that other sites are going to be more familiar with when they convert over. So it's a little bit more of a easy transition into look here's what you're used to. Here's a lot of the new stuff from from the game format. 
see how it plays for you. Yeah. So so at the you know at the you know the aspect of the the reality is Laser Force is a business. They like making money, and we like them making money because then they stay in business, and we can keep playing our Perfect Angel of SM5. Um, from 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 that aspect, you know, anybody that has a genuine issue with them having done this basically just needs to sh- shut the fuck up and get over it. You know, this this is yeah, yeah. This nothing is, has been taken away. This is purely additive. Um, now, now one thing that that I that I would be actually kind of curious to try, and I mentioned this on the Laser Force Facebook group. So the the zone bases, but with SM4 because SM4 is such a weirdly semi-broken game to start with. Yeah. Um, you know a a a a version of it that's you know do, do, doing seven and a half minute Space Marines four with the base cooldowns cool after destruction set at like 10 or 15 seconds because otherwise, you know, you're literally spending half the game dealing with the bases, and that <laughs> seems stupid. Mm. Um, but SM4 with the zone bases, I would actually be genuinely interested to to try that. I think I think that would add... A depth to SM4 that right now I think I think we can all acknowledge just doesn't fucking exist. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. I would I would agree with that. I would also be intrigued in that. And it's interesting that you noted that too with the the base cooldowns and stuff. That I think is one area where you might be able to toy around this a little bit and maybe develop something that's a little bit more more workable here than the 30-second cooldown. Because 30 seconds is a ton of time yeah, it's huge. In, a, in a Space Marines game. Yeah. Um, so you could... I, I do like the idea of having to space out your shots a little bit because it does kind of alert the other team that, hey, somebody's getting a base, and yeah, you have an opportunity to, to cancel that out. So I'm just wondering if, you know, flipping a little bit around with the, the point values or with the, the cooldown on the bases, if that might make it something that's a little bit... Um, more viable overall, because I, I certainly do agree that Space Marines Five is as close to a about a, a perfect game as you can get. Um, I've actually never really hated the idea though of somehow trying to put a little bit more emphasis on stuff like base protection and base runs as a more strategic aspect of the game. So I don't necessarily think of it as a as a bad innovation. I'm not willing, certainly, to, to switch over to some new variant of SM5 that incorporates these zone principles just yet. But I think it is something that I would want to look at and experiment with and probably maybe run a couple of games of it a week, you know, if I actually had a, a site to, to play at. Yeah, that's always the, the trick is actually, you know, having somewhere to play and do that. Um, so who better to discuss this than two players who don't currently have a home site? <laughs> and 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 honestly, like f- from a you know we've 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 had the discussion multiple times across the you know fifty plus episodes that that we've done of of this stupid little podcast um, about <laughs> trying you know about you know how do we how do we bridge the gap to bring in new new players is there you know is there something else that that we can do um, because because everybody acknowledges that while SM5 is you know the 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 pinnacle 
of team-based laser tag, um, it has it it comes with a very steep barrier to entry. Mm. Um, you know, if you 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 have to have a certain level of comfort with a bunch of basic mechanical things within the system before you can even you know think about um, you know being being comfortable and competent w- w- with SM5 you know maybe may a a modern you know an, an SM4Z does become that you know that that more entry level t- t- tournament game because SM4 you know it's a it is a more basic game, and that whole not being able to die thing certainly has its appeal for new, new, newer players. But if there is, you know, you know, the the base getting strategy element of it, you know, maybe that does become something that can be looked at as kind of a, you know, almost a. Training wheels isn't quite the right word because they are completely di- different games, but something to you know get people into, you know, something that's a little more competitive without getting you know thrown into the complete deep end that is SM5. Yeah, because I I think the advantage there is you're not adding to a, a game that's already as complex as any laser tag game is out there because adding the base wrinkles to SM5 makes already the most complex game that we have probably even more complicated. So I don't know if that's necessarily going to be as appealing for people who are just getting used to a new system or something like that. But I think with SM4, that definitely has possibilities because then you get used to kind of the team element of having differential positions, but you still kind of keep that base defense sort of alignment, which actually would be an interesting kind of wrinkle for SM4 because you really don't otherwise have a lot of incentive to keep um, static positions the way that you do in SM5, where rather than it's base defense, though, it's resupply defense. Yeah, well, so that, for me, like, the key difference between the two game formats is is where the focus of defense is, right? So in SM5... Mm-hmm for the most part you're you're focused on defending a resupply and the bases are kind of you know whatever um whereas you know in like a in 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 the zone format it seems that bases are incredibly important to kind of defend so yeah if not everything there's Mm. certainly a lot so i think you're right like if you if you switch out um you know if you got rid of the uh, the need to be defending because you can't. I'm not sure if you could really defend both. You know what I mean? Like you're. So I think that people would still not be super concerned about defending the base. Um, but yeah, yeah. So if you can take, if you can remove the element of having to worry about which one to defend, which you would do in a SM4. And the other thing as well is that if you do, you know. Um, switch away from um, your focus of attacking the resupply versus trying to get bases um, it would in my mind extend the game length out quite a bit and so you'd still get you know you'd still get um, um, elim- uh, eliminations but um, maybe not as often so if you did switch to that shorter format SM4 um, you can look to have bigger tournaments essentially um yeah although i i was 
a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but semi-serious when I made that comment to you saying that, well, if you eliminate the other team, you don't need to do base runs. <laughs> yeah, well. So, so, you know, if, if anything, right, there is almost kind of an extra incentive to eliminate the other teams if you're having difficulty getting bases because assuming that you still get awarded the bases automatically, mm. that makes for even a kind of stronger ELIM bonus because now with the bases worth twice as much and you're taking zero risk mm. in getting them because you're not going to lose that 500 points each time. Um, but there's, you know, there I, I, I definitely, I definitely see what you're saying, but, but I think the incentive to eliminate the other team is still going to be easily as strong. Maybe, but if not, if but not even stronger, not all like, like fancied, not all, um, not all arenas are created like the same, right? So in some arenas, um, it's much harder to get those elims. Um, so, you know, incentive or no, pe people for the most part, I would imagine are trying to kill the other team's resupply. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, whilst yes, there is a, a, a greater incentive to achieve that goal, um, some sites probably won't allow for that, uh, or at least, yeah. It becomes much harder to achieve that <laughs> for sure yeah so, and and so we yeah we should probably discuss a couple of the other wrinkles of to the game so one is just the kind of mechanics of can you actually get the basis how much does this change people's strategy but even beyond that there's a couple more basic things that it would do is that number one it eliminates kind of the incentive to do any sort of uh, group base runs or something like that. Like mm. it's not uncommon now to send the resupply to get their bases together, so that way they don't have to split up. But if there's a cooldown in between base destruction, you really can't do that anymore. Mm. So that's already flipping that pretty significantly. And I mean, some teams and in some arenas might extend even beyond that. It might be the resupply plus a heavy, so they have some kind of defense to go get the bases. Well, now that completely alters that dynamic altogether. Mm. But the other big one that got brought up um, that I think would be a uh, definite and massive change to the game is it would effectively eliminate being able to reset off of bases yeah. as a legitimate strategy um, for, for keeping people down because now it's no longer worth it if you're going to lose 500 points a pop. <laughs> that's you right. know, I don't care how badly you have to keep the other team down, that's going to add up pretty quickly in yeah. terms the, of uh, coming back the, to bite you. The only way that that would, would make sense at all would be if you were a three hit and you did it and you definitely got the missile off. Like that would be the only way to cancel that back out. Or, uh, yeah, if you but were that again, to... it sort of negates a lot of the effectiveness of the, the missile in the, in the first place. It gives you kind of less incentive to yeah. want to go for that versus say, just like resetting off your own teammate or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you have to be sure to get the missile just to make up for the points you're going to lose. So you really don't get anything extra. Well, yeah, it's supposed no. to be extra. Unless you, unless you yeah. massage the medic. <laughs> or, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh um, no, I'm, 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 I'm definitely, you know, that said, that was literally the only thing that I could come up with. It's like, okay, this would bring you basically plus 100 points because they, they would lose the 100 points for getting missile. Right. And yeah. and, you know, going plus 100 for for a missile, you know, doesn't necessarily seem like really a winning strategy yeah. no so we'll say it all but eliminates that from the game which on the one hand i think you can make the argument of well okay then it does become a little bit more reliant on your teammates to say hey there's somebody else here somebody else needs to reset them or i need to be able to reset off of you so you can't just do things in isolation as well so i think there's an argument to be made for that 
on the other side of it, you could say that, well, that kind of further weakens the position of the one hits because now they don't have the possibility if they're, say, caught in the, the central tower in Detroit mm. or on a base run in some other field and there's a three hit who's just stalking them that they can't just now keep them down kind of yeah. at will if they have that base to reset off of. So I, I could kind of see the argument there from both sides, but that certainly would change the the game in a lot of ways. I know some people are really big fans of using bases to, to reset. It's Yeah, it's definitely a useful strategy in places. I can't say that I probably use it nearly as much as a lot of people, but I'm not well, going to say that's not, not a useful you don't strategy. Have a site. No, the site plan. Of course you don't. Oh, yeah, just put Eat the boot in. a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Drive to San Antonio, play some laser tag, and eat a dick there. Um, uh, no. <laughs> so, uh, but you're, you're right. Like, that, and, you know, I've heard it from people in the community. That's what kind of makes Laser Force as a site great is the fact that you can reset, right? And so yeah. taking away... You still reset off people. Yeah, of course you can, but, like, you know... If you can reset off a base, it's even better. Um, and it doesn't happen often, depending on how your arena is set up. But um, Yeah, that again is very arena dependent. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it happens often enough that you kind of, yeah, not want to give it up, you know? Um, yeah, it would change the aforementioned Detroit because of that whole neutral base angle that mm. they have going on in the central tower. Yeah, so then the game would be even more static in that site. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, other yeah, other okay. thoughts on uh, on this kind of dynamic? So, to to recap, obviously, it changes the strategy behind bases. Um, it kind of eliminates the reset off of bases kind of uh, incentive, <laughs> and kind of gets rid of the idea of of team based runs. You kind of now have to either do several team based runs because that's that I guess would be the other thing too, is that as much as you can't have everybody get the base at once, you kind of might need to go as a group so that way you can give the person who's getting the base some cover in other sorts of cases so it, it certainly it adds other wrinkles to, to the game yeah so overall I, I, I'm just really intrigued well I'm really intrigued to play any kind of laser tag as you guys well know but <laughs> I, I think it would be something worth experimenting with a little bit to see if there is some kind of workaround that Maybe someday we'd we'd consider because as much as I've I've said you know SM5 is as close to a perfect game as possible, I've always been um, a fan of the idea that I think a medic should get one life back every time they they do a life boost. That's about the only truly good fix I think is in for the game. Um, but I've always thought that kind of adding something around base defense or some kind of incentive in that area wouldn't necessarily be a negative change. So I I'm. I'm in, kind of intrigued by this. In Force Field, are you able to reset? No, because there's no reset in, in zone. zone. Right, so they didn't bring it yeah. across. Okay. All right. Yeah, so, got... so yeah, if you if you watch the, the Aussie titles and stuff like that, that's why you see players get deactivated and not run away, which yeah. is the most jarring thing for me watching Laser Force. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. just like, run away! Yeah. <laughs> um, you're going to get reset, you idiot. So... Oh, no, wait. No, you're not. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so does that mean that, like... Um, with uh, zone sites that are converting to um, lasers uh, or to force, um, with are they more likely to have uh, their bases set up where you can actually hold a resupply or not necessarily? Because, I mean, I haven't really played that many zone sites, so I, I don't really kind of know if they've, if they've got it set up for that. 
um, where you could kind of hole up because that's that's the only thing I could kind of think of with Force, right? Is if uh, sorry, if, with this with this new game format, is if you were going to hold, you would hold an area where you where the opposing bases, if you could, or sorry, well, where yours was. I, I don't I don't really know. Yeah, I, there is a little bit of that. It kind it again, zone arenas are going to vary a bit. They don't have always a kind of cookie cutter format, but it seems that in a lot of cases, um, zone bases, at least the better designed arenas are set up so that the base areas are kind of a primary focus and hence a little bit more defensible. Right. Yeah. But, but, but typically zone bases, I mean, they also typically, um, or at least least in the States, um, they typically play with, with base, evac rules so like if you're deactivated while while you're in a base you have to leave the base um they're not necessarily set up well for resupply spots they're just set up so that there's yeah. clear delineations for where you have to come in and go out from that's true i'd forgotten about that because they thank they you aren't allowed to... Inter- and thank you uh inter-system player for clearing <laughs> that up but that because they, they aren't allowed to stay in in the base if you get deactivated, you have to leave the kind of immediate base area. So there's like a marked off area saying that if you're put down, you have to cross this line and you can't come back until you're reactivated. Weird. Okay. <laughs> well, basically, it's to, it's to give somebody a fair chance if they've put you down to then actually score the destruction on the base so they can't just, you know, camp right on top of you. Do they have to hit it like... Put you back down. Because they hit it once every, what, three seconds, did you say? Two or three seconds? I think it's two seconds. Two seconds. And, and that's got to be consecutive. Can't work like, you know, I shoot it and then I come back later and then I shoot it again. It's got to be consecutive. Okay, sweet. Mm, I think you're allowed to miss, but you can't hit anything else in the meantime. Right, right. That's interesting. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like like you say, it's it's a different game format. It's not, it's not Space 5. It's just shears common traits <laughs> really common traits but yeah yeah, yeah so our, our review is steve's not a fan fan thinks it might be good for sm4 dk is a little bit more intrigued <laughs> if we had to, to sum things up i guess i do i really do like it for a different like i like it for sm4 because the stakes are a lot lower in sm4 i definitely do it, as well yeah it gives you something it gives you more of an incentive to work as a team in sm4 rather than what it is now the you know everyone goes and does their own thing until they run out of shots and then you know you whip some shit at your ammo for not resupplying you quick enough but yeah um mm-hmm. would, be, would be quite good um there are some other aspects i think would be intriguing too so even if you don't keep this um i kind of like the idea of if we could somehow incorporate it into space five at least of giving players a bonus for interrupting someone else's base run so maybe you don't change anything else, like have players lose points for shooting the base and then give it back to them at the end. But I think that'd be kind of cool if you got, you know, one or two hundred bonus points for for deactivating somebody before they destroy a base. Again, I think it kind of it shifts the focus from what the game is, though. Like, that to me, the game is about killing the other team, right? Um, and the base is—I I mean, really—the base is there to give the commander special points. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe the resupply power boosts but um uh yeah i mean i don't know if they think if you put more emphasis on playing the base it just takes a little bit away from killing the resup at least in my mind it does yeah i don't know we, we might just have to agree to disagree on on that one mm. 
what's this what what's this drama within the resupply a a a disagreement <laughs> a difference of opinion oh my god no <laughs> No, this this is this can't possibly be. We are simpatico on everything, <laughs> including scheduling. See, th- this is this is why we don't have as many hits as the uh, as first take. We need to get a little bit more uncivil with one another. Yeah. So I'm gonna need you to just Stephen A it up a little uh, bit over there. Uh, what? You know, a thing, a thing, and then a thing, a thing. But that's Abazer. I fucking hate that guy. You have got to be a crazy man, guy next door. <laughs> you do not understand the significance of the bases in SM5. I don't know how many times I need to get into this, but you cannot succeed as a team if you can't get your base runs down. He's a bad man. He's a bad <laughs> man. Um, so I got I I got nothing to fo- follow that, so I'm just gonna let you guys go. Sports, Arc sports. <laughs> Um, so did you guys, uh, I guess finally, did you guys hear anything about any of the other games that were kind of being tested at the moment? I have not, so maybe we should, uh, get, say, a, a rustier trash or one of the other person people, since I know they've been testing some of the new games mm. to, to come on sometime soon and tell us about these state secrets that are coming out. Maybe they're on, uh, NDA again, <laughs> like with, like, with the, with the Gen, with Gen 8. 8. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that, that was, that was pretty entertaining we've we've had you know we've we've had um moments in the past of trying to create games like i think one of the guys here or we a couple of us worked on some dragon ball z um kind of games based on the D like format um and back in those days we're like this is just it's way too complex but you know with touch screen touchscreen technology you never know you might be able to implement some really cool things um i hope they they kind of you know work with the equipment um with some of these new games because i mean it's there so why wouldn't you Um, that would be cool mm. but i mean some some of the new game formats they've come up with have i think been pretty innovative like i think color conquest was a fantastic kind of premiere that they they rolled out yeah that wasn't even that long ago that was what two or three years ago they came out with that? It's um, it's an interesting. I don't game. know. I didn't have a site to play it at. <laughs> uh, How's that boot game? Get wrecked. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like it's fun to play. Um, but unless you have a big group of people who more or less know what they're doing, the public kind of, um, at least that I've seen, don't understand it. <laughs> Or don't see it as anything other than wait. Why am I a different color now? Um, yeah, but some of that in in general, you know, usually comes back to poor explanations. Yeah, that's that's true for anything you're trying to bring in something other than the standard game for Gen Pub. Is people need a base familiarity with the system and things like that. Mm. The the real pro to the Laser Force system is that you do have so many other capabilities. But it requires, one, that people are already familiar with the basic game, and two, that you have either members or preferably employees at the site who are going to not only push these games for them to to become sort of habits among new members, but also to explain them and promote them effectively. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's true. But, I mean, there's an element that comes down to that, which is some people just, like, if you're stepping into a laser force or laser tag arena for the first time your expectation is i just run and shoot someone right yes yeah which is always going to be there for for gen pub but i i think 
it's true of most people who develop even a kind of modest interest in it and might be something that they go do more than a couple of weekends or something. Mm. If they become aware that there are, there are other features out there mm. that can really be a, a marketing point. And it's certainly what got me coming back. And I think that's true for a lot of other players as well, mm. that the basic game is really fun, but Oh, there's actually other things we can do with this. You yeah. can add more complexity. You could add more skills to this. Wow. I want to get involved in that because this is already fun. I only imagine that it's going to be even better. Yeah, it, it sort of taps into people's, like, crazy competitive sides. <laughs> well, especially with stuff like the achievements and all that, because there's just a ton of psychological market research to indicate how effective that is in promoting repeat play. Mm -hmm. I mean, if DLCs and stuff like that are any indication from video games, people want to cross up those achievements. Mm. If, if it's there, people are going to want to get it. So if that's well marketed, I think you're you're going to develop enough of of a kind of interested customer base to get that stuff in there. I think um I think centers would would sort of do well to kind of promote that side of things a bit more because you're right like with with achievements in gaming now like people are all about you know their gamer score and shit when they game online. So uh, when they do the video games um and uh, I don't know it might it might just um outside must might be an anomaly but fuck our site might just be um an anomaly that's what i'm trying to say um, there you go but um uh but they, it seems like they don't sort of draw too much attention to to um the stuff that would keep people a little more invested in in coming back on a semi-regular basis i don't think that makes you an anomaly at all i think that is probably true of most sites. Um, I just think it is a, a potentially overlooked area of marketing and revenue that sites yeah. could tap into and something that I think is much more capable with Laser Force than other kinds of stuff on the market. Yeah. Well, if I can so, put out a, a free advertisement for Laser Force Corporate, put me on the payroll. Come on, I'm doing free promotion for you here. So, so I mean, we've, we've kind of st stumbled our, our, our way as we do, as we roll through topics because we, we love talking shit about lasers. <laughs> um, you know, this, this comes back to the, um, you know, the owner slash management perception of the risk reward for having members and advanced play, you know, the 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 risk re reward is sure you, if you if you're if you're able to cultivate a you know a a, a solid me member base um, you know they're going to get they're going to get you consistent you know or at least the idea is they're going to get you consistent revenue on a weekly monthly year yearly basis mm. the risk on that is that as you know as I know all, all of us have seen at various times with our home sites whether you know original or or adopted in in my case um, and we've you know heard it from pretty much every other advanced player within the scene at different sites when you've got advanced players and you know they're not necessarily managed well. You can run into situations where they're scaring off your your general public players, mm. and making and making that experience for your general public, you know, 
not fun, mm. not something that they want to come back and and experience again. And so there's the there there there's this you know this whole that the again this whole risk reward thing of okay um, do we want to take the risk of you know encouraging this repeat slash advanced play with all this stuff when it when it does add an additional layer of complexity to the overall management of the facility and the player base mm. um, and, and, and and I mean that this this is a subject that if we go down this this rabbit hole um, you know this is an, this is an entirely you know other episode and I think we I think we may have actually done this episode in 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 the past I, I, I know we yeah I know we've stumbled our way in, in, into this a few times um, yeah managed so, well is is the operative phrase there yeah. for because but yeah, pretty because, much everything that's gonna that's gonna apply to in the business if X isn't managed well it could actively become a detriment rather than an asset to the business mm. accurate um, but but there's the, the from the owner management argument side side of it. There's enough, you know, the the, the ar- argument goes that there's enough complexity within the business managing your general public and your parties and your groups and keeping all that, you know, as as you think it should should be, without necessary without adding the extra layer of oh now we have these advanced players that we have to manage with all this other stuff so yeah it's i mean it's 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 challenging it can definitely be done you know we see we we definitely have have examples of that within within the community i mean i think you know the all all the purse sites at at this point would be a great a great example brisbane would be a a a great great example um you know auckland to to, to an extent would be an an example mm. sacramento at, at 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 times before you know that site went went away was was an an an, an example um you know so yeah well and it's interesting that you bring up perth too because i think that's another kind of way in which getting zone size converted over to laser force could be a real asset because zone has been relatively good about kind of cultivating a member base and stuff like that and integrating that in as a key part of the business. Yeah. So there's, yeah, yeah, this is, it's a, it's an, an entire rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, I mean, we could, yeah, we, we could do a whole series just on, just on proper, management of of your members and you i know, guess like how on, to yeah. them. for another time <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and on the flip side of that like you know none of us currently run a laser laser force site so um, accurate yeah <laughs> um you yeah. it's the last thing but you want in the so... business of providing unprofessional business <laughs> advice to people so that's right i'm not even wearing any pants um <laughs> That's kind of a you problem. <laughs> that's definitely not. That's yeah. That's definitely a you problem and not an us problem. That's more of a my neighbor's problem. Um, <laughs> Only if you've got the windows open, which I do. Um, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. There's, uh, woo, new games. <laughs> In summary, <laughs> woo, new games. Um, yeah, it. I, I'm interested to see 
what those new games are going to be like because it may i mean i, I don't know about you guys <laughs> but my members night consists mostly of space marines whether or not that's Definitely the same true. for you guys, I don't know. Um, I, mean, I would say when we, to. when we still did member nights in SAC, we almost always had like a warm-up game as we started getting people that maybe we didn't have enough for, for Space Marines or yeah, something. Yeah, we do the same. So it would not be uncommon for us to play Dead Aim or Deathmatch or Z-Game or Killer Conquest or something like that yeah. just to, to kind of warm up. And maybe at the end of the night, if you start losing some people it's like well we still want to play a little bit more maybe you play like a D at the end of the night or something yeah. like that to I guess kind of keep things moving so even if you're playing mostly space marines 5 which let's be real we all should yes all we the should time. All but, the time. but there's probably some some other cases where you'll, you'll have the opportunity to test out new things and i think rusty made a really good case um on one of the podcasts where he came on that Playing the other games is never necessarily a bad thing. There mm. are usually other skills that you can incorporate from other games that might get you to see things in a new way mm. in Space Marines 5 that maybe you didn't before. So even if you're not playing all Space Marines all the time, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to sort of lose a step on playing that game relative to, to other things. But that again goes to a larger conversation about specialization versus generalization. There's all kinds of you know sports research that goes into that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, at its base level, laser tag is still about shooting people. So the the faster you can do that, you know, generally the better you play regardless of the game format. So, Generally speaking. Mm. All right, fellas, we'll, um, maybe we'll, we'll leave that there for the day. Um, Seems and as we idea. learn more about the, the new game formats, we'll come back and talk more about those. That's right. I mean, we could speculate, you know, like like we do. Uh, with no facts. We're really good at it. We're really good at it. <laughs> but uh, but until we have more more facts to to come back to, um, we'll leave it there. Hopefully, we can maybe have a conversation. Yeah, like you say, with one of the Brisbane guys or someone who has access to what's going on at the moment and get their their hot take on it. Um, but for now, I'm gonna go and eat some more gritty bag candy. Uh, I've been guy next door. I've been Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> and I've been fan. Uh, always remember to backtrack, kids. Uh, we will see you next week.